Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about some hurt shoulders? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I am lovely. How are you? How's your shoulder? It's better, actually. <laughs> My shoulder the... hurts so bad. It hurts still. You can oh, to, yeah. like, do some, some exercises <sighs> or something. Yeah, Get it right. Taylor sent me a video about rotator cuffs, and it says you, like, put a ball on the wall. Yep, and I you had to write do a bunch of those. alphabet. Yep, physical therapy. That was That was me for six months. Yeah, so. Balls to the wall, baby. I might start doing that. Um, but what's up? What's going on in your I'm life? I'm thirsty. You want to crack it? Yeah, let's do it. Nice. Hey, speaking of cracking. <laughs> okay. Perfect segue. Okay, so you know I'm Is a big it? fan. Of, yeah. You know I'm okay. a big fan of hockey, right? Yeah. So Seattle got a team within the last couple of years. They're called the Seattle Kraken. Kraken, oh, okay. like, released the Kraken. And... There was, okay, we're going to get into some like TikTok drama. So like buckle in. <laughs> so this is a carryover from some discord discussion that we've already had. So if yes. you're not a patron, just know we had a whole thing already about this, which is why it's carrying over here. Cause people in our discord were like, we want to hear it on the show. So yeah. like if you're in the Patreon and you're in the discord, I mean, like the stuff that happens there directly influences the show or show directly influences that. Go check it out. It's a fun time. It's good. Um, so we watched a bunch of TikToks here in the discord and we were like diving into this weird drama. So one of our patrons had posted a list of the all time top 100 AO3 ships, which AO3 is an archive of oh, our yeah. own. It's okay. like the place for fan fiction. And this kind of tied into because we got that email from the anonymous listener last week about fan fiction and the like. So we were looking on this this list just for kicks and we were going through and it's just like all the same ships are still kind of popular up at the top of the list. Like we have just stuff that's been there forever, like Dean Winchester and Castiel. It hasn't changed. Sherlock Holmes and John Watson always there. Derek Styles and or no, Derek. Derek Hale and Styles Stalinsky from Teen Wolf. That's one that's extremely popular right now. Um, but yeah, we were just going down the list and like criticizing it. And I, I'm weirded out. So fan fiction happens when, in my opinion, I'm going <laughs> to say on. something controversial. While you debate on that thought, <laughs> what's the difference between a ship and an OTP? Okay. Because so I will ship. forever feel shame about the time you asked me about an OTP and I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> and you like thought I had some secret kink, man. <laughs> so a ship is just like 
a relationship between any any characters. Like anything is a ship. OTP is like in your heart. Who is the one true pairing? Like who? Which okay. characters belong together that you Still cannot ever ship. separate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just yeah, so your you, favorite <laughs> ship, basically. You know, you know when people think about like that time they slipped in like eighth grade and like the whole classroom laughed at them or something and they like relive those things you know i will randomly this. relive the time you were like what's your favorite otp or like who's your otp and i was like well what is that and you said like one true pairing or whatever and i was like oh yeah. dude like you can't separate these two people it's sherlock holmes and <laughs> moriarty and you were like "Ooh, <laughs> they're brothers and i was like I was like, what's wrong with that? Like, <laughs> you can't have one without the other. And you were like, what are you into? And I was like, what do you mean? <sighs> I literally relived that. that. No, I think about it all the fucking time. <laughs> and I feel such regret. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. All the time. <laughs> no. Okay. So we were looking at the list and... um. I, okay, so there's like a bunch of people on here that are like real human beings. And when people write fan fiction about real human beings, it weirds me out because in my yeah. opinion, like fan fiction is I've I've seen a lot of different takes on this, but like fan fiction to me is like when you take a piece of fiction, like a piece of media, such yeah. as supernatural or whatever, and then you write your own fan version of it. So it's fan fiction. Yeah. But there's some people that are saying like, no, it's just like when you're a fan of anything at all and you write some fiction about it. I'm like, but that applies to yeah, like One Direction and also hockey players. <laughs> I was about to say, there's like BTS on here. Yeah, there's a lot of BTS on here and a lot of just a lot of, a lot of real human beings. It weirds me out. Um, so... That is how we kind of segued into talking about the real life drama that has been happening. So there's a whole side of TikTok called Book Talk. And Book Talk is not just about books, I learned. Um, <laughs> I thought it was just like, what books are you reading? What are you into? Um, Book yeah. Talk is apparently just like horny people that read all the, the smut novels. All the spicy and, stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. There's like a whole side of it where people take real life stuff and relate it to book talk i don't know can i tell you about this real quick yes please because i'm looking at the list because i didn't really look at it when it first got put in because you guys were naming off the top ones i was like okay but i'm looking at it now can you ship actual couples yeah but they're already a thing like yeah but they're just if you're there if they're your favorite then they're your favorite like pepper Potts and tony stark to me, to me, a ship is like, they should be a thing, but they mm. aren't a thing. That's how I always took shipping someone. Like, I ship that because it, it's it's not happening. But I wish okay. it would happen, you know? Because <laughs> I'm like, Harry Potter and Ginny, yeah, they had two fucking kids, man. Like, yeah. how, how can you ship that anymore? <laughs> you know? And Harry Potter and Ginny is directly above Harry Potter and Severus Snape, by the way, which... <laughs> took all of us by surprise yeah like how is that not the bigger ship but whatever yeah whatever man. so anyway so anyway um so real life people are getting you know shipped all the time and i don't know in my opinion it's fucking weird and i don't like it and this 
like okay so the book talk drama boils down to this one specific creator who i'm not gonna name because i feel like she's going through a lot right now and yeah i, don't want I think to. a lot has <laughs> happened uh you guys can probably find it all on your own yeah just if if you're into the research you can find it um so basically what happened was this book talk creator got uh into hockey and specifically into the seattle kraken and was watching them do warm-ups and in hockey warm-ups there's this stretch that hockey players do where like they get down on their hands and knees and it's a groin stretch so they're like you know spreading their, their knees apart and then they like wiggle to to get the muscles warmed up or whatever okay and this woman is just like talking about like way over sexualizing it and it's kind of i mean it's not it's a bit of a meme in hockey fan culture when you see that stretch you're like oh there's the butt wiggle like that's the thing but yeah. i don't know it's it's not like something that there's a difference between just kind of calling attention to it and being like i wish i was that ice i wish i was under there and but then i think it's different to be like i wish i was that ice to then go on like i wish i was that ice like because <laughs> i heard some of them and it was very like big loud draw attention to what i'm trying to say about it yeah extremely you know I mean? vulgar and first she started by doing it just on tiktok watching hockey at home which like fine that's in the privacy okay. of your own home you're just hanging out and broadcasting it to your friends or whatever on tiktok yeah. but then it got like viral and the kraken sent her a jersey that said book talk on the back because i guess she's a big book talk creator and okay book talk is like bigger than i thought it was i don't know i i feel so out of the loop sometimes on tiktok things because I'll, I'll stumble across a whatever talk and be like what is this yeah but like everyone knows about it and i feel so like i'm opening a door that i didn't know existed i mean i'm on book talk but mine is like you guys should read brandon sanderson or whatever that dude's name is yeah that writes like the thousand page fantasy or whatever yeah yeah and like i get a bunch of like look at look at the books on my shelf i've color coded yeah. them or like uh-oh i bought 20 new books and my husband's gonna be mad like <laughs> that's the book talk that i'm on it's not yeah. the, like, I guess, this type of book talk. Right. So the Seattle Kraken flew her out in her book talk jersey, and she showed up to the game and was doing the same type of behavior that she was doing in her own home, being like, oh, look at that guy stretching, and, like, yelling, catcalling to the players as they're yeah. on the ice trying to stretch and warm up for the game, which yeah. is really fucked up, <laughs> in my opinion, because, like... If you reverse the roles, like, if, if she was a man yelling at a woman like that, it would feel horrible and awful yeah and you can't bother an athlete like that it, it bugs me when people i'm trying to figure out how to put it into words it's like going to someone's job and it's a very like not an important job but one with like a lot of pressure a lot of pressure you know i mean and yeah, it is important to them because if you fuck yeah. up you don't have that job probably right million dollar salaries and stuff and it was during the playoffs too so okay. it, it was a whole thing um but yeah, so she's like screaming extremely sexual stuff at these players as they're like trying to warm up and she's recording them on her phone and being like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, the players are like looking at her like, oh, like they realize like, oh, I'm being filmed and objectified while oh, I'm trying to okay. to warm up and stretch and be, you know, a hockey player trying to focus on the big game and yeah. not being able to, to play the big game in my proper mindset. It just makes me angry when people 
cat call. Like no matter the the gender or the intent, any kind of cat call makes me upset because it's just it's a gross thing. It's got gross intentions. It's yeah. not nice. But yeah, so she did all that and then the it got like so big it it was it was months after the playoffs had ended and so her content kind of dried up about it like she stopped making hockey player content and whatever Mm. um but there was still a whole lot of it actually on the hockey team's instagrams like the official ones they didn't they like kind of use it for their own marketing Kind of they thing. did yeah i don't know how much they used actually her or like her content in specific but they they were like hashtag book talk was part of their their instagram profile or whatever and yeah. they they had a lot of captions that were like we know book talk is here and they would put pictures not like not distasteful ones that i know of but like just ones of oftentimes even on so i follow the dallas stars instagram they'll post okay. pictures of like the the team players uh the teammates arriving in their like in their clothes their normal clothes like so they're wearing suits and stuff before the game they always dress nice and they they wear a suit or whatever so they post pictures of them arriving in suits being like oh look at suit sunday or whatever and it's never anything like look at this guy but he has a big penis Uh uh-oh they're in a (laughs) towel hope he doesn't drop it (laughs) god so yeah I mean, they, it seemed like there was more of that content this time, like this year on, on social media for hockey teams. And it was like, not just on the Kraken, but like on, on all teams, I felt like the thirst content kind of ramped up and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I bet when one team is getting highly noticed and getting a lot of buzz, everyone else is like, well, we need to get in on that a little bit. Like, exactly. So like, let's get a part of that action. Everyone's a little bit sexy now. And so a lot of that content ramped up. And so for the book talk creator, when the Seattle Kraken was um, ousted from the playoffs by the Dallas stars, by the way, go stars, <laughs> the, the, the content dried up. Her socials went back to normal, like book talk stuff. But yeah. that video of course is still being like brought up to the players and stuff. So like the players are seeing this in their social media, like their friends and family are finding it sending to them sending it to them being like yeah. did you know that this person's objectifying you like this and as a public figurehead like you can't really say anything about it like you don't want to get yeah like the pr is weird about it so you don't want you don't want to get fired you don't want to step on any toes you don't want to cross any lines and so that the players just kind of had to kind of ignore it and well plus i bet you know the team managers are Owners are like, dude, like seats are filling up 50% higher than normal. Yeah. So don't shit on have this, you know, like a hundred thousand new followers. It's, it's working. Do you know so, how many Heine zero zeros we've sold this week? <laughs> Get your Heine out on the ice, you know? God. So after a little while, one of the players, so I think Scott Wenberg, I want to say his name is something okay. Wenberg. Um, he played, he's a player for the Kraken. One of the ones who is, uh, you know, recorded and, yeah the his wife actually posted a thing on her social media being like i know that this has been out there for a while but like i have to say something about it i feel like it's uh, previously videos like this have been more playful in nature like yeah nothing directly objectifying my husband but like now it's getting to the point where I'm having to see this like sexually vulgar content about him all the time. And it's being brought to me by friends and family. And I just don't want to see it anymore. And it's 
she actually said in there that she wrote her dissertation or something for college on sexual consent. Like she has a degree in that shit. Okay. <laughs> so she was like, this doesn't feel good. It's not right to just tape somebody, record somebody without their knowing or like just he's you know he's trying to do his job he's trying to do his thing and you're over there objectifying him it doesn't feel nice and yeah so she posted that and then the original creator saw it and was like well this woman's attacking me because she took a screenshot and though her name was cropped out of it like you could see kind of from the screenshot who the creator was and people went and found her and started like posting on her stuff being like oh you're a horrible person for this whatever whatever and she she posted a video, the creator of the Book Talk Lady, and she posted a video that was like, well, this woman had no right to come for me like that, and I'm sick of it, and it was just mm. content, it was for fun, it wasn't anything violent by any means, and she got really upset about it, and then it kind of blew back on the Seattle Kraken, too, and the Kraken were like, we're just going to silently delete all those videos, <laughs> <laughs> so they like scrubbed their social media of any of that business, and so now the original okay. creator of that stuff was kind of freaking out because their the PR team for the Kraken never came to her defense and she felt like she was being attacked yeah. by the the players and the players' wives or whatever. I don't think she was just based on like the stuff that I've been reading, but I mean well, I'm now not it sounds in it. like now it sounds like when we did our the words that you can't say stuff. Yes. It's, it's an intent versus the consequences thing like yeah it sure it was playful and it was nice to get probably free seats to the to the games and stuff for a while there but like you moved on past it and now the families of them have had to keep living on with it the rest of that time right and so it even came to the point like after after the Wenberg's wife had her post and then the original creator had her post uh scott Wenberg himself came up and was like I have been quiet about this, but now I feel the need to speak up because my wife is getting attacked in public and I just don't think it's nice. But I also want to say that I felt objectified and did not feel safe and it wasn't cool. And he was like, I let my wife say it. I didn't say anything because I'm a player for this team and it's just been a weird situation with PR. I haven't been able to speak up about it. So that's why I'm not letting my attack dog wife go for me in my place (laughs) to defend me or whatever. Yeah, So it was just... A whole entire mess. And it was weird. I don't know. It just, it got to the point where I was like, man, it is out of hand what some people do. And it makes me think like, I feel like (sighs) TikTok, not just TikTok, but social media in general has opened up this whole like new world. Where people don't okay. know how to act like it's just a, a new well, territory that we're we're treading on like you can say those things in the privacy of your own home as a joke among friends because it's not well it's not nice it's not hurting anybody actively right like nobody's yeah. nobody's seeing it and being like they're not gonna take what you said and show it to the player and be like look what this person said about you they don't have to live with that but when you have this like venue to just go on and say anything you want. Like, I, I I just feel like people don't know how to act. But tell me this. Which video is going to get the most views? One where people are normal or one right. where something wild's going to happen? It's like the yeah. whole train wreck and you can't look away. Like, 
people the want the thing. Part. But that's what people want. Like, that is what sells social media. And it sucks. I hate it. Like, we're at the point where social media has just gotten, like, over the past 20 years, it has crept up to this strange place where nobody knows how to just be a human anymore. Nobody's nice. Like, people just go on Twitter and, like, fucking kill yourself. Like, it's just nobody can say anything. Nope. There's, there's so little of relating to people accountability yeah accountability or just like humanity you know being being a person to another person on the internet because yeah. we're all tucked behind screens and stuff i feel like such a boomer saying this shit but like it's easy to be that person from the privacy of your own screen when you don't have to think about like how it's affecting the person you're talking about yeah and there's a whole culture of that on tiktok like people just say whatever the fuck they want and sometimes i go in comment sections and i'm like people are so offended in here (laughs) and yeah it's just everyone i feel like the most content i see is like people that are either being offensive to get views or they're going in the comments and starting fights in order to get profile clicks yeah and like what does that say about the state of our society that we are at a place now where you just go online and try to cause trouble and drama to get somebody's attention it sucks and i don't know how we fix it as a society like there's nice little nooks you can get to on tiktok you know where you watch a little dude with like a a squirrel puppet dancing and that's that's fun or the bones dog yeah the bones dog you know there's (laughs) there's nice things but there's so much shit that you have to wade through that's true I guess that's a whole, you know, psychology debate in and of itself of, you know, yeah. you're rewarded for that, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, and how do we stop rewarding that behavior? We can't because people are going to click on it. Yeah. Just like everyone's still going to go watch a live action Disney movie. Yeah. Even though we shouldn't. Yeah. You know, which, by the way, did you hear they're raising all their prices? Oh, my God. What? Disney's having their second price hike within the same calendar year. On uh, Disney Plus? In October, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. They are drowning. <laughs> Let me see what it I is. I might unsubscribe because I don't watch enough Disney Plus. Like, Actually, I'll re-up when Star Wars happens. you heard it here, guys. The only two that are worth a damn, Paramount Plus and still HBO Max, which I will never yeah. call just Max. It is no. HBO Max. It's just HBO Max. Those two, solid, good stuff on it all the time. The other two, man, Taylor sent me like a bunch of TikToks of the price hike thing and people just singing sea shanties. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be yes, man. That's me. Truly. As of October 12th, Disney Plus Premium will jump up 27%, rising from... Ten ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. It's going to be oh almost fifteen dollars a month for Disney when it was eight when it first came out. That's nuts. Oh, and they're going to password share it now. They're going to do the whole thing. I did hear about that. Mm-hmm. The Netflix thing. Yeah, they're like when you can't share your password. It's like that sucks. Disney have do it too now. Even I though got five people on my Disney and Hulu account, they're marketing. <laughs> When Netflix said that was, we don't care. We just want more people to watch. Yeah. And now they're and now they're going to backtrack on it and Fucking do the same thing. Two faced bastards. I hate it here. It's so bad. Everything is 
<laughs> I'm trying to not be so doomy. I'm sorry. Not everything is bad. Yeah. Consumerism makes me upset. You ready? Yeah. It's the second price hike in less than a year for Disney Plus Premium after going up $3 per month in December of 2022. Now it's going to do it in October. So two price hikes within 12 months. Oh my God. It's, it's not sustainable. It's no. We can't keep doing this. Tell me what is on there that is that great. I literally just watch the new Star Wars shows when they come out and that's it. There you go. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. Uh, I actually did cancel my Prime the other day. Really? I sure did. Do you want to know why? Why? Because Taylor got pissed at it. <laughs> she watches movies with her sister while we do this and record, right? Yeah. And they both got on Prime to watch a movie together, but the movie had ads, oh. and the ads that each of them got were different times. So, oh, like, Taylor sucks. was getting 30 seconds, and her sister was getting a minute. So now it's like, well, I'll pause and wait. All right, you back? Okay, <laughs> go again. And then, like, they couldn't even sync it up because it couldn't even do that. So she's like, why do we even fucking have Prime? It's a shitty streaming service and i was like well technically it's not a streaming service because you don't pay for prime video you pay for amazon prime and yeah. you get that as a perk yeah it's not even its own fucking platform it's like a right a side thing it's just like here's what we also have in the warehouse yeah so um invincible got fucked around with due to the writer strike then i'm mm. not even gonna get the full season this year so guess what no more prime all right Prime is gone. Not for 140 bucks a year. Fuck that. Yeah, expensive. I used to get that for like 100 maybe. I think it was like 99 bucks. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't buy enough for that. So, yeah, this world, we just reward all the bad stuff. Be I know. If you catcall hockey players or if you have shitty streaming services, we still just give you the stuff because like... <laughs> I guess, like you said, how do we fix it? Maybe we just don't know any better. I just don't think we can fix it. We're past the point of no return. Like, once NPC TikTokers came a thing, I was like, okay. What, I mean, it's... Oh, the world is we're, we're too done. far gone. <laughs> it's happened. Like, this is all. This is this is where we are. Uh, it frustrates me. Like, I... It's, it's one part anger at society and one part jealousy that I'm not getting a hundred thousand dollars a day to be like yum yum hot dog like <laughs> that's <laughs> i can't, I can't. I, i've been trying to show you that shit for so long because i was exposed uh, to it so long ago <laughs> yeah but i hate that like you're so aware of it now because it is that big yeah i've but been the trying that to be blind i saw to it. isn't even the big person that's not even the big lady how, how did we get here <laughs> I just want to know, like, what steps did we take know, as a human race to just wind up where we are right now? Because, I mean, Twitch would be your first step into that, having hot tub streams and shit. Yeah. I already told you, Amaranth, people would donate money, and then she would just write their name on her, on herself with a Sharpie, and then be like, okay, who's going to give me, like, a hundred more bucks? They would be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> on this elbow, Carl. Very nice. Oh, oh and then, okay, hang on. I'm going to need a mirror, back of the neck. Yep, there we go. Roberto Chan. There we go. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, there's people. There are people. 
that try really hard and try to make good content <laughs> and nobody looks at them. And then there's like people that just stumble into stuff like this. <laughs> do you know just... what our biggest TikTok was too? Oh my God. I do know what our biggest TikTok was. <laughs> it's the Olympic big dick swinging guys. Yeah. <laughs> by a mile. Like we only have so like... far above anything else. It was that Yeah. One. And we did get angry comments on that one, too, actually. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Maybe we're part of the problem. I don't fucking know anymore. I mean, it was one. But, like, you can't not note it. Like, can't not that was the Olympics, that man. We were trying to say, hey, Olympics, be a, be a bit more discreet there. That, <laughs> that's all we were doing. More like those stiff ticks. <laughs> that, was a, that was a wild time. I totally remember just being like, oh, my God. You know how hard it was to get a video of it, too? And, like, yeah. find... S- oh, my God. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. But anyway, um, <sighs> I'm with you. It's a whole du- double standard thing because it was yeah. dudes. It was funny for a time. But then I think people were like, but, like, is it different? Yeah. And they were like, no, guess not. You know what sucks is that I feel bad for having an opinion on it. <laughs> like it feels it feels hard to talk about because I don't want to be wrong and I don't want people to be angry. But like, I don't know. I just it made me it upset me. I think I I get it from what you said before. Like, yeah, sure. It's fine when it's like your own TikTok and you're doing it in your own house. And it's, you know, sure. That still might go viral. But only people that want to engage with that content will probably find it and see it. Yeah. But then it became like, no, more people are into hockey. We're going to we're going to expose a much wider audience to it now. Yeah. That's a completely different format. That's a completely right. different aspect, you know. So, I get you. Um, I don't know the name of that stretch, but would you like to go do that stretch real quick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> get limber for the ice, take a quick break. Yes, please. Okay. What's the game we played? Mortuary Assistant? Yeah. Well, even that, I'm like, somebody was like, yeah, I'll do that for work. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what they do. That kind of fucks me up. Like, I still think about it. Like, how, first of all, not only do people do that for their job, but then there was the person that was like, I'm the one that developed all these techniques for these things. Like, somebody had to be like, every time I run a funeral, they get mad when the mouth chomps at them. Maybe we should start sewing that, you know, like somebody ran across these problems. This is one of those very Kelsey, like humanity up highs. <laughs> yeah. But it's like somebody had that problem and then went, what can I do about it? How and now I it's standard practice. That? But somebody invented and developed that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Morgan and it probably wasn't weird. a normal dude. No, probably it was not. Probably I mean, a weird fucking dude. It's never a normal person. Like I, I. There's no accomplishment on planet Earth by a normal person. No, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Literally not one. If you enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble, you can get that full bonus episode by going over to Patreon.com/slash/YMBTOAP and signing up to be a patron. We would love to see you there. You can top into our lowest tier. Get in the Discord, chit-chat with us all the time, which, hey, our whole first half of the show directly came from a conversation in our Discord. So we talk about the show, and also that stuff becomes part of the show. You never know. Uh, the middle tier, you would get that full pre-ramble bit, 
less you get the Discord, but if you want to go to the highest, you also get monthly reviews that we do, and we've been doing Ooh. themes lately. We've got a whole new format on the way, so if you're curious, why not check it out? Uh, but if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can go over to the Yimtope Peril store, get you some Yimtope gear. That link is in our show notes. It is still super hot. We still got super good tanks. I've been wearing one of the tanks all summer long so far. Got a good, good build quality. Nice and breathable. I really like it, man. It's been keeping me cool. So go check all that stuff out. Get you a water bottle, man. We got all kinds of new products this year. So go check those out, too. And again, thank you to all of our supporters. We just love that you guys are here. Whether this is your first time listening to the show or if, or if you've been a zeitgeister for almost four years. Damn. Since That's the a beginning. long time. Forever and ever. Either way. We love all you guys. And with that, let's get you on back to that regularly scheduled content. Talk to me, baby. So, <laughs> I went and saw Talk to Me. I want to hear all about it. Okay. I really want you to see this movie. I'm so scared. But I, I, think I really can. know there's parts of it that you won't like. Ugh. It is so good. <laughs> like, stupid good. It looked and really fucking good. I'm just going to Google the posters again so I can creep myself yeah. out. I mean, we should have already known. So it's an A24 film, by the way, in case you guys don't know. But I even knew that I was wrong about this, but I still thought it. Okay. I thought A24 was a horror movie thing. Are they not? No. They have movies in the best pictures list like um, almost every year. Really? I would like to give you some of the movies that are A24 releases. Okay. So that you'll be like, oh, holy shit. I, f I forgot. You know? So I'm on their list. Uh, their first movie came out in 2013. I don't know half of these early ones. Now, there's one that I do know because I remember seeing the cover, reading about it, and thinking that it sounded kind of familiar. This yeah. is a horror movie one. It's called Life After Beth. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that one. Aubrey Plaza. Right? Yeah, okay. Okay, that's an A24 movie. And I was like, right. oh, okay. Tusk is an A24 movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. But again, that's horror. So I was like, yeah, this still tracks, right? X, X Machina. Do you remember that one? X Machina, yeah. That's yeah. A24? That's an A24 movie. Oh, shit. That was a good movie. It's, it's like fringe horror, kind of. Like yeah. sci-fi horror. I have had it since it came out. Never watched it. Still you need to. You gotta watch I it. It's I know. Robert, you gotta watch it. I know. I've had it for a long time. Do you remember Room? The Room? No. Room. room. That's the one with, because I always get her name wrong, Brie Larson, where her and her son are trapped in, in a room. Oh yeah, and Ooh, the kid lives okay. his whole life in there until they try yeah. to escape, and it won best picture that year. I'm pretty sure. Did it really? I, that can't be right. For sure. Are you? I sure? mean, I think she won an Academy Award for sure. Let me look. Oh at yeah, the best actress in a leading role. Accolades. Uh, Academy Awards. No, it was up for best picture, but didn't win. But still, as an yeah. early A24 film, Brie Larson gets a best. A best actress win, right? Nice. Okay, so I was like, oh, okay, so they like do shit, right? Yeah. Now see, this is what I know them for. Like The Witch. I remember that movie. Yes. Never seen it, but 
I always heard shit about it, like really bad stuff. And then oh, really? it's become like a real cult favorite since yeah. then. So like, that's I need with to watch Black Phillip, right? And the goat. Yes. Yeah. Like, which they like to live deliciously. That's the only thing I know about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to watch that. Green Room, like tons of stuff. So then there's The Lobster, which I remember when that came out. Oh, my sister saw that and said that I should see it. That's A24. Swiss Army Man. What the fuck? Is A24. <laughs> like, they do just like the good shit and the they weird just do, like, shit. Yeah, weird, peculiar films. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moonlight was actually okay. an A24 film. And that one and that's won Best, best Picture. picture. Uh, Black Coat's Daughter is a horror film that I've had on my list for a long time, but I still haven't watched it. A Ghost Story, I do remember that. And then Lady Bird. Wow. That's a that's a twenty four. Then you got Hereditary. So see, we're back to the mm-hmm. to the horror stuff. So that's what I always pictured it was was like that style shit, right? Yeah. So in my mind, when you see oh. So this is the next movie on my horror list that breaks the audience or whatever. Okay. Climax. That's the film I've been at for the longest time on that list. Is that one where they're like climbing a mountain? No. They are a dance troupe and they have a successful show. So they go to celebrate together in an abandoned building and somebody spikes their drinks with LSD and it goes horribly awry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like... It has made people very uncomfortable. Mm. Do you remember Should this we... one? I told you about this one. Good time. Good time. I don't think I've seen that one. Robert Pattinson, and I said that it takes place over a single night. Oh, by okay. The yes. Safety Brothers, yes. a precursor to Uncut Gems. Ugh. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Like I didn't realize how much just like bomb shit they did because. Uncut Gems is an A24 movie as They're well. Like that's not really horror. Every really good... It, it's intense movies is intense, what it is. Intense, unique experience type movies. Yes. Like you haven't had an, an experience like this. And yeah. That's what they distill into a movie, right? Yeah. Uh, dude, do you remember Zola that me and Taylor went to see a long time yes. ago? That's A24 as well. Oh my God. So anyway, just know... If you see A24 written on a movie somewhere, you know it's good and you know it's probably best picture because they also did everything everywhere all at once. And I did know that. Yeah. But I like pushed it out of my brain because it wasn't a horror movie. (laughs) Again, just intense, weird movies. Exactly. So go to um, talk to me and I'm like, it's going to be fine. You know, I mean, it's going to be good. Of course, it's going to be good. Yeah. But it didn't have to be that good. Okay. I have so, heard people say that it's one of the, like, new scariest movies of all time kind of thing. Ooh. Like, people are really spooked by it. I can see it. I was having just a good old time. Taylor looking... broke my hand. Oh, no. She was <laughs> so... She said her heart was pounding 90% of that movie. Damn. I'm looking at the Wikipedia for it. It says it was a 2022 movie. So, it, okay, it premiered at Sundance... Yeah, no. it got it got picked up later on. Okay. Like it had come out and then they were like, let's put it everywhere. All right. And boy, and they, they needed movie? to. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, they Kiwis a shit in that movie. <laughs> okay. Not like so bad, but I mean, they are very Australian. Nar. Yeah, like you can't. 
You can't miss it. Okay. So, the whole premise is uh, this girl. So, so our main girl, her mom. I'm going to go spoilers because I think Kelsey would like it, but I don't think Kelsey wants to watch it. I think we should watch it together. It's very, I very don't good. don't want to. <laughs> so, here's my thing. Um, the only thing that Taylor really disliked was she apparently has a thing against eye horror. Oh. Like eyeball stuff. Yeah. How do you feel about eyeball stuff? I mean, neither here nor there. It's gross, but it's not like going to fuck me up. Okay. Well, that was the big part for her. Okay. So how much you want to know about this movie? Uh, I'm I'm conflicted because I do really want to watch it. It's got good twists, man. It's got good twists. Oh, don't tell me the twists. I want. I would. We should see this together. Let me just give you the idea, because I mean, yeah. like, you kind of know, but not really. Okay. So the premise is, these kids keep seeing like viral videos from their friends, tying into our stuff that we just talked about, mm-hmm. where they're having these parties and people are like getting like possessed or something and they're all like that's so fake like this is so stupid and the main girl's like let's go to one of the parties and check it out though like we can't know until we go right let's go to a possession party why not so they go to the party and they pull out that hand just bam this big old ceramic hand right and okay. they're like yeah supposedly there was a psychic lady that was like really fucking crazy and she was seeing all this stuff and they chopped off one of her hands and her hand is in this ceramic thing. Like if we cracked <laughs> it open, there'd be a hand in there. Gross. And they're all like, that's bullshit. But sure. So they're like, yeah, you just you just grab the hand. You say, talk to me. And then later you're supposed to say, I let you in. Ooh. And they're like, okay. never let it in. <laughs> Whatever that's all about. So. You watch somebody do it. It's weird. And then they're like, that's super fake. So our main girl's like, I want to try. Like, can I try it? So she grabs the hand and she goes, talk to me. And then immediately in front of her is this like drowned woman with like barnacles and eye bulging out. And she's just (laughs) like this gross noise. is just coming out. And so like she looks away real quick and they're like, "Oh, oh, looks like you got a good one. And they're all like laughing and stuff. But like. Her friend is like, quit faking around like I know you're pretending. And there's this big lady just all gross and rotted, like in the (laughs) party room with everybody. Nasty. And they're like, okay, so now say I let you in. We let it sit for about 90 seconds and then we got to pull you out. And she's like, what happens after 90 seconds? They're like, they don't want to leave. So so she's like, okay. So she says, I let you in. And then it just like, bam pushes her head back and the eyes go full black and then you just get like whoever it is they see is talking to just whoever's out there about whatever scary okay and then in 90 seconds they pull you out and they love it they're like how how did it feel and she's like it felt amazing and they love it okay they all fucking love it like it's a high or something right that's weird so they do it all night long. Like, that's the whole party. <laughs> Different people will grab the hand. They psh, do the thing. They get, you know, sucked in. And then, like, it's really fun. Like, at one point, because they have a, another party that they go to. 
And our main girl's like singing French. She got possessed by some French lady. So like she's singing some <laughs> song and you're like, oh, it's kind of fun. Like it's kind of nifty, you know. Possession's cool. Like they really create this like nobody's getting hurt thing until it goes past 90 seconds one time. Okay. And that's not even the twist. Like it goes places and then there's a line in it that I think would fuck you up. I don't want to tell it to you because <laughs> our theater, the whole theater gasped at one Ooh. line getting said. <gasps> it was very good. It was super A24. Like I've okay. watched. Did I send you the TikTok? Have you seen the guy on uh, TikTok that does the Mad Libs where he's like, okay, we're going to make another Fast and Furious movie. Name oh, yeah. <laughs> a relative. And they're like, brother, okay, name this. And then adjective and then he just like creates a fast plot yeah and it totally makes sense yeah so i've seen one where he's like okay let's make it a24 film name a time period name an animal uh and then name this and it sounds exactly like an a fucking 24 movie (laughs) and i'm watching this one going this is exactly like what that guy fucking said (laughs) shit like i hate how much the formula is the formula yeah. That they'll that like he can make fun of it, but you can pick it up in one of their movies. But if it fucking works, man, it works. It does, and it's good. And this one's so good, I think, because it's just that hair of graphic, without being like, it's not like exploitative, like super super gross and nasty, right? But it's just yeah, it's it's chilling. It's it's imagery is very chilling. Okay, and the premise gets real chilling like it's just a very to your core unsettling movie i like that it's very very good i would highly recommend it did you see that it is confirmed to have a sequel in development i don't like that (laughs) i knew it would because um they have another set of movies they got a movie called x right okay and they followed that up with a prequel called pearl like a year later. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which from I still want to see those two movies. Movie? Is that just from A24 or from the same people who did talk to me? Oh, no. Just from A24. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen X or Pearl, but I've heard good things. But Taylor was even saying, she was like, I would love a prequel of like how the hand comes to be or something. And I was like, yeah. they, they did it with X, you know, like could happen. Could happen. And now we've got a sequel on the way. So who knows what that could be? And, okay, yeah, this movie was made for 4.5, like, you guys don't get it. Horror movies need nothing Yeah, for it to work. And this one had practical effects, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, there is makeup in this movie that goes off the rails, man. Good. I really love the practical horror. It's just like having a renaissance. But, I mean, the practical effects in this is just good makeup. It's not yeah. like it was morphing into some... Cre- like, there's there's nothing crazy. Like, I don't know why. You don't need practical for most horror movies. Yeah. I mean, most of it need, should like, be just, solid like, the thing there. Makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, the Drowned Lady. Sure, I guess you could CGI stuff, but why not, you know, do a whole, like, mold and then have the eye hang in there? Like, you could make yeah. it. Yeah. 
there was definitely an era of horror like in the early 2000s when cgi started to become a thing they were like let's do like some weird shit with horror movies like i think the ring and the grudge both used visual effects yeah and that kind of like opened a world of like oh we could we could do stuff but it has never been i i can't think of a horror movie visual effect that has chilled me in the same way a practical effect would so actually we just watched all six paranormal activity movies (laughs) jesus christ the other day (laughs) talk to me was good and taylor was like that's my favorite franchise and i was like i really want to watch freddy movies but i was like yeah we can do paranormal first that's fine Mm -hmm. so we've been rewatching those and so the marked ones which is the fifth one is so much cgi horror stuff is it and to me it's it's still a very scary good one but some of those moments are so stupid looking to me (laughs) that's the thing like it'll never hold up yeah like part one with her just slowly walking down the stairs yeah is scarier than because there's a part where he just like (laughs) teleports into the room and it's just going like and like screaming and like (laughs) furniture's flying around and like i laughed (laughs) like i laughed at it because i was like that didn't even fit with what's happened in the past four like what did that mean yeah where did it come from where did it go you know nobody knows cotton hunt joe having that shit's kind of stupid and it did what i was gonna say is the biggest thing you see with scary movies and cgi stuff they make big mouths Yes, that's that's exactly stretchy it. mouth thing. Stretchy you know? mouth. And that's Stretch a mouth. simple practical effect. Like, all you need to yeah. do for that is just have some nice, good makeup. But also, scary mouth isn't that scary anymore. Like, we've done the big, long <laughs> mouth too much, I think. Yeah. It's used up. I saw a practical effect. I don't think I sent it to you on TikTok. It was really good. It was a dude in like this horrible monster makeup and he had you like did send that to me with like oh. the black mouth yeah he painted completely yeah. black like even the inside of his mouth so you can't tell yeah that there's a dude in there it's very scary he was awesome <laughs> it was <laughs> good i watched it like three times before i saw the mouth and was like yeah i was like how is that working and then i was like oh shit there is a mouth oh there is a person in there cool <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we need. Scary mouth, but but good scary mouth. And talk to me, really, a lot of its scares was sound. Ooh, okay. Like, there's a part where she's kind of freaking out, and she's, like, slapping herself in the face, I guess, maybe Ugh. trying to come to reality or whatever, but they, like, okay. made those slaps way too loud, and the theater Ooh. would jump every single time she was slapping <laughs> herself. <laughs> but, like, nothing happened, you know? Okay. It was just it was just loud. Talk to me is phenomenal. It was I think the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, that's creeping up the list of like all time scary movies. It was just a phenomenal premise. Phenomenal execution. I think so. That ninety four <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty damn okay, good. Okay, that's good. It's got a three point six on Google, but people on Google don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, because it says um your people ratings on there are 7.8, so... Okay, that's good. I think people like it. I have not heard one person say they didn't. No, oh, it's only an hour and a half. Look at that. Oh, yeah. it's a, Oh, it, it is an in and out. And there are a couple images 
kind of burned into my brain that I'm still thinking of from that movie. Okay. And it's all practical, and it's nothing even really that scary. Like I said, they just have a couple, like, chilling moments. Yeah. You don't even need... You you know that I love a big monster. I love the big payoff. Yes. You don't even need that sometimes for it to be the scariest thing in your movie. Because the part that's burned in my brain is me basically going like, I can't believe that happened to this person. And how on earth can we fix it now? Like, I'm so... <laughs> I don't know. This movie, I could never call where it was going. And okay. I love that too, where I'm like, there's three possibilities. And then they go with option four. And I'm like, how did you, how'd you do that? (laughs) That's not an option. It's good. Super good. The hand is far from the scariest thing in the movie. That is the most almost unimportant part of the movie. Okay. The hand is not even that important. Check it out. I think you guys would love it. Uh, I just found an art print. I'm on A24's website. Uh, I found an art print for Talk To Me. I'm going to send you this because this is... Uh A really crazy poster. Let me see what we got here. You have to click the link to blow it up. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I have no idea what that has to do with the movie. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, it's it's cool, but I don't know where that fits. There's like a match uh, with the candle lighting situation. What the fuck? That is cool. Oh, dude. And that main girl... I'm guessing that's this Sophia Wilde. Yeah. Okay. She needs to be in everything. She was so good. All right. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. 26 years old from Sydney, Australia. She is going to take this world by storm. She was so good. You heard it here first, folks. Man. Then she's done a movie with Christoph Waltz. She's already set then. (laughs) If you're in a movie with Christoph Waltz, you're good. Then... Uh, we did finally make it to another movie. I wasn't sure if we were going to get to see this one before recording, but we did get to go see the new Ninja Turtles movie. All right. Good. It is good. Good. Um, like great or just, just good? It's good. Like it is surprisingly good in a couple ways. Okay. But there are things about it that I'm like, keeps you from being the top. Because most people are saying this is the best one. Oh, really? I think it's the most accessible one. Okay. But I so, like, don't, you don't know think anything it's about the best turtles. One. You could just come into this one and be like, okay, that's a movie. Yeah, because they're also not the turtles. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, they're not the turtles as they have been for, you know, 40 years. Okay. This is an entirely new thing. Almost. My biggest complaint that they really weren't the turtles. I, you know, they all have their like, (laughs) well, they all have their like personality. They're like their trait, their thing. Yeah. That didn't come across to me at all on any of them. Oh, that's unfortunate. Like Raph is the angry one and they keep saying he's angry and then he's never angry though. Hmm. So I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, he fights like one time. That's cool. Donatello's the the smart one, the tech one. He has headphones on and glasses, but he doesn't do anything <laughs> fucking smart. Okay. He he never builds a single machine or does anything that Donatello-ish for me. Hmm. And Mikey, who's my favorite, is the fun-loving one. He was depressed the whole movie. Well, that's sad. 
Because, like, they want to be up here with us, but they're stuck in the sewers. So he's just, like, sad because no one will ever love him. People are. Okay, yeah, that's a weird I, plot for a Turtles movie. I have a totally different version of Up There that I play in my mind. Okay. It's from South Park, the movie, with Satan wanting to be up here with us. but Of course. Different thing. And then Leo's the leader. Sure, there's a big... I guess I'll get your take on it, because it was kind of a weird, I- iffy subject in the 2012 show, and I was okay mm. with it. They keep now having it where, like, a- every time one of the shows comes out, one of the turtles is in love with April. Oh. And, like, wants to be with April. Okay. So, in this one, it's Leonardo. And I don't know. Why do like we a useless always have to throw the romance thing in there? Yeah. Because, like, she wasn't that in the old TV show. In, like, the 80s, she was just their teammate, their partner person. She helped their them friend. out. She was Can't that have in all friends. the live-action movies. And yeah. then in the 2012 show... Donatello was into her hmm. and I was like eh, okay like it's it's funny enough like nothing's ever gonna happen she winds up with somebody else anyway you know and I was like okay it's you know it's a weird thing but it works enough right okay and then in this they do it again and she's even like because they wind up going to prom by the end or something and she's like this is just friends you know that right and he's like yeah yeah I know that Okay. So, like, they clearly state it still, but, like, that seems to be the new thing. One of the turtles must love April. Mm. So, just no, like, shoehorned romance. Let's stick that in there. I don't know. It's weird. I'm like, why? Why can't yeah, they just be like, hey, we met this person who's on the outside teaching us the new world. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. And that's all it is. You know? It was super funny, though. That's good. Like, I, I didn't mean, with all these expect it to be that it. funny. Yeah, like, it got real funny. Just, I don't know. There were parts that I was like, this is, like, surprisingly fun. I didn't expect this level of, like, thoughtful laughter to happen. (laughs) So, is it a movie for kids, or is this more, like, actually geared toward adults? Uh, It's definitely for kids. Okay. No, yeah, like, it's definitely to get kids into Turtles now. Because I'm guessing all of us that grew up with it that love like the 90s movie, that's not going to be too old for children. So they're like, well, we got to reinvent the wheel. So yeah. here you go. You know. This generation had children. Now they want to make their children love the turtles. So, And you know that the younger generation won't watch anything that's over 20 years old. So right. can't watch that old 90s movie. Fuck that shit. You know, <laughs> It's too old. I heard some cool stuff about like the actual making of this movie, though. Okay. So there was an article um, about how the producers and the director like wanted to really make sure that there was a healthy work-life balance for the team that were involved. Okay. So uh, the director, his name is Jeff Rowe. I don't know what else he's done. Maybe you know. But um, oh, oh, so he co-directed the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, there you go. Cool. Look at that. Okay. Yeah, okay, so that's why this animation style might look a little bit familiar, because it's kind of similar to that in a way. Yeah. Same painterly, weird, offbeat style. Um, No, he said that he wanted them to have, like, a really solid work-life balance, so they said that they could work from home whenever they wanted, and they wanted to make accommodations for schedules, so they had them, you know, like, you could work as little as three days a week if that's what you need. Yeah. And... 
there was a really good quote from the director. He said, I never want the team to be suffering more than I am. I also hopefully am suffering more than the team because I'm the captain and I'm paid to absorb that. And they're not. Yeah. It's like, wow, <laughs> that's good. Like what a nice, what a nice way of looking at it. Um, I can tell. Cause, uh, there were parts where I was like, did they finish that, that scene? <laughs> like, why is everybody animated in half frames right here? But they're not any other time of the movie, you know? Really? Like, I caught weird parts where I'd be like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> hmm. But then I know people have critiqued the animation style because it is a lot of, like, kind of, like, thrown together, sketched backgrounds. So, like, it's, like, colored, but it's not, like, within the lines and stuff. I mean, it's definitely a style. Yeah. But it does look like you could do that style really quickly. Okay. Uh, I wonder if that was part of it, too, you know? Who knows? I do I mean, like that they just gave them like free reign, you know, like work at your own pace. We don't need to do this whole crunch thing that Hollywood is so a fan of. And since you brought this up, uh, a sequel film is also in development, which makes ah. complete sense because there was a mid credit scene that very much hinted at that. Okay. But it also has a follow up TV series for Paramount Plus. Ah, look at that. Paramount That'll be Plus. following up. Of course. Because we need another show already. <laughs> Turtles is like Star Wars right now with TV shows. Like, Really? One airs, it's over, and then next year here's a brand new show. And then we turned off and there's a brand new show. Like, There's always Damn. a new show happening within like a year or two apart. Actually, now that you're saying that the Ahsoka show I think is coming out this month. Yes, because I was told to talk to me that I need to get ready. Yeah, August 23rd. So it's coming. But yeah, it was really, really good. I don't want to like ruin this or make you be like, what the fuck? But the smoothest animation in the movie was actually when somebody was throwing up. Okay. <laughs> uh, they want to like go to school and they want to like see the like the top world, the surface. So they meet April and she's like, I've been researching this like villain that's in town because the whole premise is they're like, if we catch the bad guy that has the city scared... Mm -hmm. We'll be seen as heroes, and then they'll accept us, and then we can go to the surface, and they won't want to hurt us. This is great. So they meet April, and she's all about them and talking to them, and then they're like, do you think there's other people like you that will, like, accept us, like, as we are? And she's like, no, not really, <laughs> no. I think I'm a one-off. I, I, I think everybody would be totally terrified of you. Okay. And they're like, cool, well that makes us sad <laughs> so then she's like but i'm learning about the bad guy let me show you stuff so she wants to be a news reporter and she was trying to read the school opening whatever man the morning announcements right yeah but they film them and she like threw up so now everybody was writing a uh, uh, april opuke on her locker <laughs> and stuff and they were all <laughs> making fun of her okay and that scene goes on like team america style where just like she is just throwing up, gross. And it was animated very beautifully, so smooth. <laughs> they definitely had physics on all the the vomit, but gross. Uh, but yeah, there were some parts where I was like, "Why is this guy walking in slow motion?" You know, like what's happening? Yeah, because like he's talking normal, but he's walking in slow motion. What's happening? Weird. You know? uh, it was good. I, I was trying to figure it out when I was there. I mean, it's in my top two or three of 
all-time things. Of all-time Turtles movies? or Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. it's definitely good. I mean, there's not a lot of good ones to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, not hard to out-seat some of those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then, I think I told you this, but the music is done by Trent Reznor. Hell yes. I love that. So, the music was super good. And then... I'm going to go ahead and spoil it because the only person that I think cares has already seen it. Ismail's already seen it. But if you notice my shirt. Shredder. The shredder on it. He is not in the movie. Oh. Until the mid credits. Okay. So I was like, okay, you're going to tease like the biggest dude. I would hope this gets a sequel and it's apparently doing pretty well. So it does have a sequel coming up. Okay. And good because I would love to see how they handle Shredder. It would be pretty good. Because yeah. it was a little hardcore of a movie. Like, you know, like to take my kids stuff and make it like a little hardcore. <laughs> yes. Uh, Superfly was like bad. Like the the plot is he wants to murder all humans on the planet and then oh, be free to exist on his own here. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> well, what are you <laughs> going to do with that? Uh, but very good. Not it's not the best. Everyone's saying it's the best. It's not the best. Okay. Well. It's not the best. But Seth Rogen did good, man. Because this is a Seth Seth Rogen movie. He wanted to make it. And he did all right. And he's even in it. He has like three lines. So he didn't even draw attention to himself. So he apparently has a lot of hate towards him. Oh, really? People don't like Seth Rogen. Why? (laughs) I'm still trying to figure that out because I everything I see about him, he's such a genuine dude. The last time we said a dude was a genuine dude, it, there was some shit about him in the news the very next week. So I'm not going to say Seth Rogen is perfect, but I thought he was pretty close to perfect. Right? No, but he's, like, a, he's a good dude. He seems like a good guy. I actually saw an interview with him today on TikTok where he was like, I've been smoking weed every day, all day <laughs> since I was 20. That's Jesus. why I'm where I'm at today. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just laughed. God. Um, no, yeah, he seems like a good dude. He, like, took off work, like, took off making films to, like, raise money for his wife's parents because they were sick or something. And oh. big time into charities for, like, I forget what disease it was. But he's, like, raised a bunch of money for this disease thing. He did a Netflix special where it was, like, comedians coming in to raise money for that cause okay. and stuff he's apparently a good dude he just seems like a genuine guy and he made the turtles and he didn't make it bad so it's a-okay That's in my book you can ask for you ready to uh descend well, into the sewers before that because of green and i saw this thing today i wanted to tell you about this to see if you knew and okay. i think i want to sell you a movie okay what do you know about the green knight uh, in our Googling, I found out that it's an A24 film, but that's all I know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. See, there you go. It's got Dev Patel in it. Oh, love that guy. That's what I'm saying, right? Okay. Well, he's in it. But I always thought that it was like a guy fighting for like conservation stuff. Like he's the Green Knight, like fighting for like the planet and all this kind of stuff like that. Right. Okay. It's a fucking like medieval times poem. About King Arthur shit, and it sounded so good. Hell yeah. I watched a TikTok today where it, it was like bugging my husband about like things that he loves that will take him down a spiral, right? So she's like, <laughs> she's like, 
what's the Green Knight about? And he's like, dude, this is like my favorite poem. You know this. Don't make me go into it. So he like <laughs> starts describing it. And I was like, is this really the fucking plot? Because I want to watch the fuck out of this movie. All right. It's about this guy named Gowan, right? Uh-huh. Who is on the, the, the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. But he has done nothing. He has no stories, no fanciful acts that he's done he's just like a dude with nothing to show for it okay and they're all telling stories around the table so king arthur's like gowan tell us one of your tales one of your stories and he's like i don't really have anything and then bam this fucking dude bursts in the hall right and it's this big green monster thing the green knight Mm -hmm. right and he goes and he has this giant axe in one hand and mistletoe in the other hand. Okay. And he says, Kiss whoever else. He says, whoever wants to can have one blow at me. And whatever like blow they inflict upon me, I get to return the favor in one year's time. So Gowan okay. goes, I'll, I'll fucking do it, right? And he's like, what do you want to use? And he's like, I'm going to take your axe. So he takes his axe. And chops off the Green Knight's head. So he's like, ah, look, I do have a tail. I did something amazing. And then the Green Knight just picks up his head and goes, see you in a year. Jesus. (laughs) So now a year goes by with him knowing, like, my head's going to get chopped off in a year's time. And then it's him going to the Green Knight to meet up for his his date to see what's going to happen to him. All right. How good does that fucking sound? That sounds pretty good. I want to watch the shit out of this movie. (laughs) I just have always had a different thought about it. So I've always just literally skipped it and been like, I don't want to see that. I am watching that movie now. I thought it was like a superhero thing. Nope. Like Green Lantern stuff. Medieval times, tit for tat kind of story. Well, I love that. Yeah. It's real good sounding. We should watch that. Def Patel is our age. He seems like he should be older and more successful. He is so successful. Yeah, like he people love him. Yeah, like he his, he's he's born in 1990. Yeah, look at that little baby face from him I and know. Slumdog Millionaire. Itty bitty baby boy. He's so beautiful. I fucking love that movie, dude. Did you ever watch Lion? No, I didn't. You gotta watch Lion, man. I know. <laughs> That's my favorite Dev Patel movie. Until I watch Green Knight, I think. Yeah, we'll see what the fuck that's all about. But yeah. I just I just heard about that and I wanted to dispel an A24 mishappening that I've done upon myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, but with that, yeah, you wanna you wanna you wanna grab this hand and say talk to me. No. Do you wanna let it in? No, I don't. <laughs> if you loved this episode of Yemto, please tell a friend about us because word of mouth is the best and only way we get the good Yemto into brand new ears such as yours. We release weekly every single Monday. All of them. January through December. We're here each and every single Monday for you. If you want to talk to us outside of Mondays, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. Or if you're in the know, if you know where the secret people go, you can hit us up on the Discord. That's for all of our patrons, the people who love us so much that they care to pay to get more content. Uh, If for just $2, you can get that their Discord and influence the episodes as our patrons did today. We love our patrons so gosh darn much. I just want them to know that I would hold their face and kiss it gently. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Check him out on YouTube and 
hold his sweet little face and tell him what a good theme song you've made. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is A24 ever going to make a stinker? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. I'm looking at Ferdin saying that Hitafu boyfriend is $2. I, know. I was like, maybe I'll get that one too, actually. <laughs> you know, I started that game way really? back in the day. Yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, it's a pigeon dating sim. But they did release a patch where you could f- swap them between pigeons or people. Oh, why? So, like, you can see them as people if them as birds is just too much for you. (laughs) Okay. No, that was when I really did not know what a visual novel was. I was like, do you literally just read this whole thing? And we were like, this is stupid. And we never played it. (laughs) Okay.